You're listening to CRV Ambreed's Better Herd podcast, brought to you in partnership with the New Zealand Dairy Exporter. Join us as we talk to CRV Ambreed experts, industry leaders and farmers about hot topics and issues affecting herd improvement in New Zealand's dairy industry today. Keep current with industry news and get practical tips for improving the health and efficiency of your herd. Welcome to part two of CRV's Better Herd podcast. Join our host, Cheryl Haitana, as she continues her chat with CRV's John Lee and Peter Van Elzeker about the company's latest herd solutions catalogue. For farmers that are concerned with inbreeding, what outcross opportunities does this bull portfolio offer, Peter? More, more outcross opportunities. Um, it is a focus for us as a business. Uh, the market research that we do on a regular basis actually has shown that uh, for farmers, outcross or, or inbreeding um, is a major point. So um, we have uh, a number of uh, freezing graduates that have no mint addition or forens uh, on the sire side and on the maternal side. And uh, Lennon, who I already mentioned before, but also a bull called McLaren, are two graduates that uh, are outcross um, in that respect and can use without any uh, concerns. We also uh, have our insires, our genomic bulls uh, that we have in uh, in a catalogue and uh, they are becoming more popular. And also there we have a number of bulls without the, the mint edition forens influence and bulls like Artwork, Roadster, Chuck, Goldfield and Amaret are, are just a few of them. In the jerseys, um, the inbreeding and the outcross is probably even even more of, a, of an issue. And... Uh, We've had a lot of uh, genetics used like Murmur, Kingpin or Degree. And again, we have, we're really pleased with the, the number of outcross Jersey bulls that have graduated this year. A bull called Lancer, Marcus, Omega and, and Champ are four graduates that offer that outcross opportunity. And outside that, we also uh, offer uh, what we call global genetics. That's uh, Frisian and, and Jersey genetics from uh, the US, Holland and Australia. And those genetics are complete outcross to the New Zealand uh, genetics population. So in terms of the global genetics, Peter, how can farmers compare those bulls with New Zealand bulls in terms of NZMI? Yeah, uh, good question. Um, there's two ways really to do that. I guess the first way is, is through our uh, Better Life Health and Efficiency Indexes. We don't only produce them for our grazing product, but also for our uh, global product. And that's really what connects the breeding programs that CFE runs internationally. So if, if a farmer uh, wants to use uh, health-focused genetics, they can, can use grazing genetics with that focus, but they can also select any global Jersey or Frisian bulls based on, on their health, um, better life health indexes. The other way to do it is to basically look at the uh, converted uh, breeding values. So the overseas breeding values are converted into New Zealand breeding values. And through that, we calculate an NZMI. So our people have that information. And that's the two ways to compare the global genetics with New Zealand uh, proven genetics. So we've talked about uh, New Zealand farmers having access to global genetics. Are many overseas farmers trying to buy our New Zealand genetics from here? That's a good question. And uh, yes, we've seen the, the interest for uh, grazing genetics grow over the last uh, five to 10 years. It's like John said, it's uh, back to the future. There's a lot of talk about uh, 
environmentally responsible uh, farming systems. The term circular farming is being uh, brandished uh, over there and over a year or two. And yeah, grazing uh, is something that in Europe, in South America, uh, even in the US uh, is talked about more and more. And uh, surprise, surprise, we have a product that uh, excels in those uh, circumstances. So um, we expect the, uh, the demand for our product to actually grow going forward. So in our last podcast, John, you and I and Brian spoke about the animal evaluation changes that have happened earlier this year. How have those changes affected the 2020 catalogue offering? The main change is that we have a different model. Uh, it's more accurate. Uh, there has been a re-ranking of bulls. And yeah, we basically uh, picked the portfolio based on the, on the various rankings and we rank uh, different traits. And yeah, therefore, there are some new graduates that might not have been selected uh, without the changes. And there's also some bulls that uh, were used in the past that did change because of uh, the improvements and uh, therefore they don't look as prominent. But actually, uh, as, as CFV Embreed, uh, and you can call it luck or you can just call it uh, uh, good management. But uh, we had quite a number of bulls that uh, that went up significantly. And uh, that's always pleasing to see. And, and the number one bull, Connacht, uh, for instance, he was there last year, but he really showed uh, quite a bit of improvement and, and is number one now. So uh, we're happy to take that. Absolutely. I'm sure you are. So, John, CRV has traditionally appealed to farmers who like to select their own bull teams. What can CRV offer farmers who are happy to have their breeding company select a bull team for them? Yep. We talked earlier about that product, Automate. And, uh, you know, that is a product that has uh, been designed for farmers that are really focused in on that team approach. And they're really keen to see the growth of the index in their herd whilst looking after those base traits. So we have that. But I guess the other thing to note as well is that we have uh, very skilled uh, field reps out there who have a real passion for seeing farmers uh, improve their herds. And so, uh, you know, a typical conversation for one of our field reps would be to understand what a farmer likes or dislikes in their herd. One of our really well-known traits is that we walk the herd with the farmer and they can point out to us what it is that they like or dislike. And then we heavily uh, train uh, our people in the field to be able to work with them. Peter and his team do a great deal of work with our um, themselves for to be able to help them uh, work through with the farmer what traits they uh, would like in their herd to improve and we have some software in the background that they can work with as well so not only do we have automate but we have a very skilled uh, sales force out there to help the farmers through those decisions. So a bit of a tough question for you John we're week one at the moment and in isolation and this podcast will come out in a couple of weeks what is CRV working on at the moment in terms of all your reps out there and, and how they are communicating with their farmers in terms of the bull catalogue. What can farmers expect from CRV? Yeah, look, it's a great question. And um, I can tell you that uh, the last week has seemed like a month for a lot of us. There's been a lot of changes, uh, a lot of uncertainty. But what I can tell you is that we still have a very informed and motivated uh, sales force who are locked down in their homes, as we all are right now. The great thing is for our long-standing customers, our people already know what's important to them. They've worked with them for years and years, and in most cases, there's real friendships uh, there as opposed to just a you know a business relationship. So they're very confident that um, they uh, are working with the farmers to deliver what they've always done. For our newer customers, it's about um, touching base, whether it be by phone call or by a Skype meeting like we're doing now, and then just working through uh, what it is that we have to offer. Look, we 
I mentioned just before that we walk the herd. We don't get the opportunity to do that. However, um, it's not to say that we can't give that a crack either. I mean, with technology that we have today, the farmer can walk through his herd and show the cows. And so we're just in that process right now, Cheryl, of understanding how we can use technology to better service our farmers. But at the moment, our guys are pretty upbeat. They're getting their head um, around some of the newer software upgrades that we've just done. I guess one of our biggest challenges right now as we speak on the 27th is that getting our catalogues out to farms has been a real challenge because, you know, the printers have to prove themselves that they are supporting essential businesses. And so until they can do that, some of our catalogues are uh, still sitting in warehouses and that can be a frustration not only for our farmers but for our staff. And so the other thing, Cheryl, is that, um, you know, our catalogue, in fact, all of our catalogues, we have three of them, are available online to farmers. So, um, so you know, that's a great thing about technology. I just had this thought, uh, John, when it comes to uh, herd walks, etc. cetera. Uh, yes, a farmer can walk through his herd and FaceTime with a rep or video. Uh, another thing a farmer could do is uh, take a photo of his favorite cow, send it to the rep and say, I want another hundred like this or 200 or whatever, <laughs> many, yeah, yeah. and put the challenge out to the rep to create a team that will deliver that. And with the skill set that our reps have, they can do that, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should be able to make that happen. Yeah. No, it's pretty good to know that you've got that technology now to, to fall back on to communicate with your farmers. And now a quick word from our sponsor. If you're keen to save money on air tags this season, we recommend you take advantage of CRV's early bird offer. It's possibly the best on the market. You can save up to 10% on AirTags simply by contacting your local CRV Ambreed field consultant by the end of April and ordering a combination of Genetics, Estratect and AirTag products. Plus, all early bird orders will go in the draw to win an Air New Zealand Deluxe Mystery Break for two. Once we can travel again, there will be no better time to explore our own backyard. Orders must be placed before the 30th of April 2020. Ask your CRV field consultant for more information and full terms and conditions. Now, back to the show. So, the other technology that we can talk about today, John, is the launch of MyHerd, which is CRV's new herd recording and management tool, which you are launching in June. So, I believe some of your farmers have been testing it out. How's that been going and what sort of feedback have you been getting? We want it now is what the feedback we've been getting, quite frankly. So the farmers that have been using it are wrapped with it. It's something that they've been waiting for for a while with us. And, and uh, you know, we're really excited about that. It's basically what we're saying to farmers. It's giving you choice now in the marketplace. And so farmers are, are loving the graphics that are coming out in it. They're loving the information that's helping them to make uh, better decisions within their herd. And um, things, have been, you know, things have been going along really, really well with the development of that. We've done a soft launch uh, at some of the field days that we were able to attend before everything sort of got locked down. And um, my goodness, the uh, the feedback was exceptional. Uh, our, in our Southland event, we had farmers coming in with the flyers saying, sign me up, when can I have it? So, you know, that's great. But as, as is with all software, Cheryl, um, when we do launch this in June, 
Um, you know, we want to take a real, I guess you could say, conservative approach because uh, with as is with all software, you know, there is uh, bugs and stuff that you may have to iron out. We'll go through that process pretty much from now and through until June, uh, but we'll just do a slow release and um, work with some of those customers that have been um, asking for it in the pre-registration. So that's exciting for us. It's uh, giving a lot more accuracy to some of the data that farmers might already have. Yeah. Can you give us an example of what's maybe there for farmers that they haven't maybe had before in terms of what they're getting excited about in the tool? You know, as you know, uh, MyHerd is on the FarmIQ platform and already we're, we're uh, seeing a great interest in that from farmers because that platform is one that uh, integrates with many others. And so not only are we seeing an interest from farmers here about the value that that will bring to their business, meaning they can have a lot of data in one place, but we're also seeing um, lots of interest from third parties that sell products and uh, to farmers that they're already using on farms saying we'd love to be able to integrate in with that. And a farmer can see a lot of that data collect with their different widgets they purchase from third parties in one space. And so that's one of the key values. I guess also too, uh, at the moment, we have a product called a, a Portable, and that's one that our AI technicians and our DIY farmers use. That product effectively would be uh, null and void with MyHerd because what you will see is that that will be taken up within the MyHerd capability as well. So yeah, and, and, and as we go through this process of launching it, uh, we're more than open to farmers coming to us and saying, look, I'd really love to see this in there or this might add value to my business if I could have this. So we, we're ready for that type of feedback as well. No, that's great. Thanks, John. So we've touched on how you guys are, are working through your response to COVID-19 at the moment. Farmers are coming out of a drought in many regions around New Zealand. There's a lot of pressures on the market at the moment and a lot of uncertainty out there. What's CRV's take on the season ahead? Oh, good question. I mean, as we talk uh, here in the Waikato, we've had substantial rain in the last week, so things are starting to green up, which is good. Is it a little bit too late for the North Island? Yeah, probably. You know, we've seen uh, we've seen some farmers that have uh, that have already been through a process of drying off or in the process of once a day. The great thing about this rain is that it's actually um, helped bridge a gap between now and dry off. So there'll be some farmers that'll be really wrapped about it. But in general, though, you know, I think farmers, this is not their first rodeo. I mean, they have have farmed through many different seasons and they've had droughts and they've had wet weather. And so what we're finding today is through things like my herd, actually, and through um, good feed budgeting processes, farmers are a lot better prepared for these types of challenges as they come our way. And so, you know, we're seeing that farmers are, are handling this in their stride. I would actually uh, think that farmers are better equipped than the average uh Townie or uh, New Zealander, uh, farmers are, are are rolling with the punches. And uh, it's like John said, it's not the first rodeo where the average New Zealander uh, is not as uh, accustomed to change. So so for I think there's, yeah, uh, outside the, the agricultural industry, uh, it's maybe uh, a bit harder to deal with. So, yeah, from our perspective, we are positive about the opportunities for dairying. Uh, when you look at the milk price, uh, the milk price is good at the moment. The outlook uh, for dairy products is uh, is still strong. You look at some other countries around the world, the uptake for milk consumption has actually increased. Uh, the Chinese are saying uh, drink more milk because it uh, it helps fight uh, the fight. So uh, that's uh, music to uh, all dairy farmers' ears and our ears. So yeah, we're, we're uh, positive. I think uh, the number one priority, uh, and I think for everyone, is uh, that employs staff. 
is uh, is to look after the staff and look after our customers. We just hope that they are all uh, uh, safe and comfortable. That's when we also and our people are talking to the customers. The first question is, is, is are you ready to talk? Are, are you comfortable? Uh, can we help you? That's what we're there for. And then we talk about uh, the other aspects. And that's, I think, in, in these times, we find it being stuck at home is that uh, communication is uh, extremely important at these times. And, and just having a chat, a yarn is important. And that, that doesn't necessarily have to be about, about work. It can be about uh, the, the social things. And I think we, we all get much better at uh, having a beer together with, uh, with a screen in between us and talk about uh, the better things in life. Thanks to Peter and John for joining me today on the Better Heard podcast. Great. Thanks, Cheryl. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Cheryl. Thanks for listening to CRV Ambreed's Better Heard podcast. Read more about today's topic and our panel guests by visiting CRV Ambreed's website, www.crv4all, that's the number 4all.co.nz, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Check out our upcoming topics and join us again soon for your Better Heard Fix. Listener.